It's podcasting time! I am Jonathan Isaacson, and this is Just Another Jerk, Dispatches from Japan, a podcast about, well, Japan. Subscribe to the podcast in all the usual places, you know, Spotify, your Stitcher, your Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you get your podcasts. While you're there, rate the show, give it five stars, you know, be nice. Give it a review if you got a few extra minutes, and if you're, you know, really want to help out the podcast, share it with a friend, or anyone, or, you know, your dog, whatever. I don't care who you share it with, just share the podcast. So how y'all doing out there in podcast land? You doing okay? Me? I'm doing all right. Um, need to get some new contacts, but, you know, uh, you know, that led to a real nightmare of a, a doctor's appointment at eye doctors the last week, but, uh, you know, that, that, that's neither here nor there today. We can talk about the Japanese medical system, which is actually pretty good, regardless of my nightmare situation there. Anyway, that's not what you are here for. You are here for crazy stories from Japan. And boy, howdy, do I got one for you today. It's a history story, or, well, more accurately, it's an alternative history story. Um, so let's just go ahead and get into it. So, y'all know Jesus, right? You know, not not John Turturro's character from The Big Lebowski, you know, pull the trigger until it goes click. No, not, not that Jesus. Um, the Big JC, you know... The one that's the part of the Holy Trinity in Christianity. You know, he's a prophet in other religions. Um, you know, maybe it was a real dude. Maybe it was a conflation of several other real dudes. You know, whatever. The Bible's Jesus. You know, that one. Did you know that he did not die on a cross at Golgotha? At least not according to some Japanese people. Okay, well, I don't think that many people actually really truly believe this story, but at least a few people have over the years believed this story. And according to these people, the grave of Jesus Christ of Nazareth is in Podunk Almori, on top of a hill, small mountain in the middle of nowhere, in northern Japan. Yeah. So, according to this story, which was strongly supported by a woman named Yamane Kiku, who the Japanese Wikipedia describes this woman as an archaeologist, historian, social activist, journalist, and politician. Though I think those first two claims are a bit... uh, Shall we say questionable at best? Um, Yeah, archaeologist and uh, historian? Maybe. Um, So, what's the deal? So you know how Jesus had those lost years, the years that are unaccounted for in, you know, all the biblical texts? Um, It's a thing. If you're not aware, look it up. Um, Really briefly, there's a period of about, what, 18 years or so Sometime around, like he's about 12, I think, is the last mention of him, of his age, until, you know, everything's about to get real at the end of his life. Um, So according to this version of history that we're talking about today, Jesus came to Japan when he was 21 years old, and he spent time here. And, you know, let, let me just read you the sign 
from the Christ, uh, the grave of Jesus Christ up in Almore. There's a, there's a sign in Japanese and English. Um, let me just read you what the English text says. When Jesus Christ was 21 years old, he came to Japan and pursued knowledge of divinity for 12 years. He went back to Judea at age 33 and engaged in his mission. However, at that time, people in Judea would not accept Christ's preaching. Instead, they arrested him and tried to crucify him on a cross. His younger brother, Iskiri, casually took Christ's place and ended his life on the cross. Christ, who escaped the crucifixion, went through the ups and downs of travel and again came to Japan. He settled right here in what is now called Herai Village and died at the age of 106. On this holy ground, there is dedicated a burial mound to the right to deify Christ and a grave on the left to deify Iskiri. The above description was given in a testament by Jesus Christ. Wow, there is a lot to unpack here. So, apparently, Jesus came to Japan, got some divine knowledge, some tra- understanding of the way the, of the world and of the cosmos, and he traveled back to the Middle East, where, and so while in, in the Middle East, uh, people apparently didn't take too kindly to his teachings, and things went south as everyone who grew up in the you know in with Christianity around them knows but how but people don't know Jesus managed to evade crucifixion mhm his brother Iskiri cuz Jesus had a brother apparently um this is definitely not canonical christian doctrine um i mean apparently from what i what i understand Jesus did have some half siblings step siblings whatever um but Definitely not one named Iskiri. Um, but at least in this version of the story, Iskiri, uh, Jesus' brother, took the place on the cross. Casually, apparently. Casually took the place on the cross. And he took the fall for Jesus, who, and Jesus managed to get a hold of Iskiri's ear, which was severed during the crucifixion, I guess. Um, and somehow Jesus also got a lock of his mother's hair, you know, the Virgin Mary. Um, these religious relics will play a part in the story shortly. I, pro- I promise this is relevant information. So after Jesus avoided crucifixion, but lost his brother in the process, remember his brother Iskiri. Okay. Um, so after this, Jesus again made the long difficult trek to Japan, this time for good. Although apparently his trek took him on a very long way roundabout trip through Siberia and Alaska for reasons. And this time he ended up in a small village in northern Japan. Um, at the time of that sign was built, was placed it was a, a village called Herai which is now part of Shingo Aomori. Uh, apparently, because when he first came to Japan, he was down further in the south of Japan, closer to Mount Fuji, apparently, I think. That's what I... He wasn't Aomori. It was not Aomori his first time around. But he came back to Aomori. Um, 
well, it wasn't Almori at the time. It was uh, it was called Moots. Um, but yeah, we'll get there anyway. So yeah, he he went around through Siberia, through Alaska, for reasons, and got to you know northern Japan. And this it's about a ten thousand kilometer trek, like six thousand miles, ten thousand kilometers, um, that he went all over and. The trek apparently took four years. So I guess then that would have put JC, he would have been, what, 37-ish by the time he got back to Japan? Um, yeah. And once he was in Mutz, which, like I say, Mutz is the uh, the ancient name of the Aomori area. So once Jesus got to, to Mutz, he decided to settle down and become a rice farmer. Mm-hmm. Yes, and apparently he got married to a local woman. And the sources I found were somewhat conflicted about her name because apparently we know her name. Um, there's a really good article in the Smithsonian uh, by, let's make the name right, Franz Lids. And I will put a link to that description in the uh, in the doobly-doos. Um, but the, the Smithsonian article it addresses the discrepancy of the name of Jesus's wife. Um, the Smithsonian goes with Miyuko, though it does point out that other sources call her Yumiko. Um, and this, the Japanese sources I looked at primarily were going with Yumiko, but whatever. There are some other possibilities as well. Um, so anyway, regardless of what her name was, she and Jesus... Um, who apparently he changed his name in Japan to uh, Daitenku Taro Judai. Um, so, so you have Daitenku Taro Judai and Yumiko slash Miyuko. They lived the life of rice farmers and had three daughters. Right. And Daitenku Taro Judai, a.k.a. Jesus, lived to the ripe old age of 100 and six. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now, as was the custom at this time, after he died, his body was left on a hilltop for four years, after which his bones were collected, bundled, and interred in what is now known as Kiris no Haka, right? Christ's grave, in this little backwater in Aomori. And which I, I have, in fact, visited many years ago. Um, at the purported gravesite, there is a second burial mound, which the, which the, the sign says, which supposedly contains Iskiri's ear. And possibly the Virgin Mary's hair, um, depending on what the sources I was reading. Some did mention the hair, some didn't. Um, you know, right. And apparently, just down the road from the grave there was an ancient pyramid, one of seven around the world that predated the Great Pyramids of Giza. Yes, this is this is true, right? Um, but the pyramid in Japan collapsed in the 19th century after an earthquake. Very convenient, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where does all this information come from? Well, Reportedly, a Shinto priest in the area discovered a document in 1936 
that was dictated by Jesus, sorry, Dai Tinku Taro Judai, on his deathbed. And it gets pretty wa- it gets even wackier yet. So let me just quote here from this, the, the Smithsonian article. The key to Shingo's uh, Christ cult, so Shingo is the, is the village, the town where this is all going, the, the, where you can find the grave. The key to Shingo's Christ cult lies in a scroll purported to be Christ's last will and testament, dictated as he was dying in the village. A team of what a museum pamphlet, there's a museum, of course, a team of what a museum pamphlet calls archaeologists from an international society for the research of ancient literature, discovered the scripture in 1936. The manuscript, along with others allegedly unearthed by a Shinto priest around the same time, flesh out Christ's further adventures between Judea and Japan, and pinpoint Shingo as his final resting place. And as luck would have it, the graves of Adam and Eve were just 15 miles west of town. Curiously, these documents were destroyed during World War II, the museum says, allowing it to house only modern transcriptions. Signed, Jesus Christ, Father of Christmas, inside a glass case. Even more curiously, Jesus lived during Japan's Yayoi period, a time of rudimentary civilization with no written language. Yeah, so I've obviously the it it's entirely made up. Right? The the article from the Smithsonian goes into a lot of detail about what might have been the impetus for this belief, right? You know, it ties it to the sponginess of Japanese folk religions, um, which it's not as it's not quite as simple as just there's Shinto, because folk religions are not all Shinto, it's just they kind of got co-opted into Shinto during, you know, uh, Meiji Restoration and kind of some of the early the early war era of Japan, uh, modern Japan, I should say. So anyway, folk religion is kind of a thing that we don't talk about much in Japan, but it is a thing. It does exist, and so the the art of the Smithsonian art, Smithsonian article talks to a scholar who whose argument is that it's kind of a sign of kind of the sponginess, the 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 ability to soak up and pull in all these disparate yarns and disparate threads and tie them into the Japanese story. And, right, and it, it, they also talk about there is this need for 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 Japan, for Japan during the war years because Japan, 1930s, this is already the war years. Um, there's this need to reassert the uniqueness and the specialness of the culture. And I don't want to get into all that sort of stuff you know, I don't want to speculate on that kind of stuff. I will let you read the article if you're interested in that. It, it's like I say, it's a really good article um, if you want to know more about it than what I'm just giving you here. Um, but yeah. Oh, kind of interesting side note. This is also kind of the era when not only Jesus and I guess maybe Adam and Eve, also Moses. Moses' grave was also support what was discovered in Japan at you know, around the same time, supposedly. Um, so, yeah, that is the story of Jesus in Japan. Now, the Smithsonian story also does talk about the fact that there are some residents of town of Shingo that are supposedly direct descendants of Jesus and Miyuko slash Yumiko. 
And one of the members of the family was interviewed for the article, and he seems pretty clearly to know that the story is just that, a story. And it's kind of a fun one that doesn't really do any harm. I mean, there are some pretty, you know, there are some Christians who get pretty up in arms whenever this sort of thing shows up. I mean, trust me, they exist. You know, just poke around message boards about this story for long enough and you'll find them. Uh, people who are like, no, that's that's absolutely, not, 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 not. you know, they, they want to get really angry about it. Most people just kind of look at it and say, oh, that's kind of funny. Um, you know, it doesn't hurt anyone, really. Um, you know, as I say, ultimately, pretty much no one takes it too seriously at this point. But it does bring tourism to this small rural community in the middle of nowhere. I have been there, right? It the PR, it works. So, yeah, say it's kind of a fun story, which is a lot better than this other stories of Christians in Japan, but I don't I, I want to keep this this a fun episode, so we're not even going to talk about that. Maybe someday, or you can look it up yourself. That's where we'll leave it today. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you cast your pods. This podcast is on most platforms, right? It's on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, uh, Amazon. If you listen on Amazon Music, you can find it there as well. Um, Probably some other places. Uh, Yeah, so look for it wherever you get your podcasts. You can find the Twitter for the podcast, at JustAnotherCast. You can email the show at uh, JustAnotherJerkPodcast and gmail.com. And you can find all the information on the website, which is tinyurl.com slash jerkpod. And that is all for me today. I am Jonathan Isaacson, and I'm out. Peace. Peace.